following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody, and I hope it's not Monday, because if it is, we're going to hate today. It's Retro Pop. I'm Johnny. He's Matt. And today we're talking about the most lovable, grouchy, uh, plump orange cat who loves lasagna, hates Mondays, loves to kick a dog off a counter. We're talking about Garfield. Very excited about it. Not the president, Matt. I'm sorry. I know you wanted to talk about the president. No, nah, that's Will. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No talking about Andrew Garfield today. That's... Not talking about Andrew Garfield today. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Garfield the cat, probably the greatest of all the Spider-Men. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he is a great cat, man. I'm excited to talk about this one today with you because, I don't know, he's like... He's so ingrained in pop culture yeah. that you're almost numb to him at in, in aspects. Like he's one of those like universal prop, like 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 Betty Boop showing up on something. You don't think twice about it. You're not like, oh right. shoot, there's Betty Boop. It's just like, oh, there's Betty Boop again. Not that it's like a like a like a oh man type thing. You know what I mean? It's just so like just <clears throat> he's always there. Yes. yes, he's always there, even when we're not paying attention. He's, yes, he's kind of there. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah, I have some fun stories to talk about. So um yeah, yeah this, is a, this, this is a great choice, buddy. This is a really good choice. I love the cartoon ones. I know comic strips is a big thing that's near and dear to your heart. Very uh, much so. One yeah. of our very first episodes was Calvin and Hobbes, and we we've we've touched on Ninja Turtles amongst other characters. So uh I knew we'd eventually get to Garfield. So I'm glad uh today is the day. Yeah, uh, and this also means expect a far side in the very near future. That way I've covered all my favorites. But yeah. today is Garfield. Very excited to talk about Garfield. Let's go ahead and get into our personal history with the very famous orange cat. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. Friends are there. To help you get started, to give you a push on your way. Friends are there. To turn you around, get your feet on the ground for a brand new day. To pick you up when you're down. Okay, Matt. So, of course, we've already kind of alluded to it before. Uh, I grew up and am heavily influenced in both my humor and art and things that I like to look at when it comes to art from comic strips, especially those in the Sunday paper. My dad would always go to the store on a Sunday grab the Sunday paper, the Charlotte Observer, shout out to the Charlotte Observer, because that was the big paper in our area. And I would always beg for the comic session. 
And that's where I was like, this cat is flipping great. I mean, the art style is so bright and colorful to start with. It just immediately catches your eye. And then it's, I think one of the first ones I ever read was all about, like he hates spiders is another one of his things. And it was a pretty funny one about him squishing a spider. And uh, he was just a part of me from then on out. Uh, I love, like one of my favorite holiday specials is the Garfield, both the Garfield ones, the Halloween one and the Christmas one. I love those. You know, uh, I, one of my favorite things, Matt, I'm sure, I'm sure you had these in, at your school, but when the book fair would come around, uh, I would always be like, they'd always have those collections of Garfield comics that you can Garfield get. Garfield comics, they had the, I feel like every teacher I ever had to had like those motivational education posters and Garfield yes. was only not one of them. Yes. Yes. Very much so. But I would always try to get one of those, try to beg my parents for a little bit of money to get one of those books with Garfield on it. And he's just always been one of my favorite things. Like it's highly influential on how I like to draw as well is Garfield, the style of the um, kind of goofy-ish looking characters in a way, but still have such a personality to them. Yeah. Uh, one, of my, one of my favorite things to do, and Snoopy kind of did this too, but you can look at Garfield through the years and how he's kind of changed how he draws him. Uh, it's it also really fascinating to me. But yeah, I mean, I've always, always loved Garfield and uh, very excited about today. What about you, Matt? Yeah, so I mean, I grew up really surrounded by Garfield um, stuff. I remember having a stuffed animal Garfield growing up. I remember going over to my grandmother's house. We called her Mima and my aunt Lisa, and both the fridges were riddled with Garfield magnets. All right. More than any person probably should ever have. All right. Everything just covered. I mean, there's a lot of reading material here. All right. But it was just crazy. I could not believe that was probably from a very young age, one of the most overwhelming like merchandise things that I've ever noticed. Right. Like I eventually, you know, got to be a part of the Pokemon craze growing up around that. But just to see Garfield everywhere. I'm like, what's so special about this cat? You know, they had the, <laughs> they, 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 seriously, the yeah. cartoon, the, you know, the, the, the cartoons, um, like you, the comic book strips, the comic strips in the, in the newspaper, which is something I always, uh, thoroughly enjoyed. And, and like you, I always begged my dad for him. He'd power through him really quick and throw it at me. And, uh, I, I, I would read all, all the way through and Garfield had some interesting ones. I remember, you know, using a couple examples for like school projects uh, at, at various points to just cut them out of the newspaper and and whatnot. But um, but really, really impressed with 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 Garfield's like legacy uh, in the world. And obviously we'll talk about, um, you know, where he stands at pop culture later on. But a uh, just a, just a really cool character, you know, obviously uh, with movies like when he first hit when they first hit the big screen like i was like wow this is bigger than i ever really imagined i think i was in middle school uh when the first one dropped and i was like wow bill murray's the voice of this so cool so cool 
Uh, I know it's not one of his favorite movies that he's ever done, but regardless, it, it leads to like one of the greatest lines in, <laughs> in Zombie Land. Yes. Yeah, yes, uh, I love that line. It gets me every time. Uh, yeah, and also Garfield and Felix the Cat, oddly enough, heavily influenced me in high school. At, no, it might have been middle school even when I started making quote unquote my first comic strip. Yeah, I made I created this cat. And I used him and uh, this cat that I created uh, as like our senior year in high school. You had to do like a senior project and it was a huge part of your grade. Basically, you needed this to graduate type of thing. And I was like, I'm going to. So I wrote a children's book and I used this cat that was that I based. that was heavily influenced from Garfield on and uh, and he, too, didn't wear pants. So it's pretty great. But. Very excited to talk about this, Matt. I say let's just dive on in. Let's dive on in into the history of Garfield. You just can't do this, John. He's trying to tear us apart. Don't you see that? You know me. I'm too lazy to try to destroy your house. I was provoked, pushed, prodded, driven mad. You can't kick me out of my own house like I'm some kind of animal. Oh, come on, John. John. You know I'm scared of the dark. You can't talk about Garfield without talking about the man behind the cat. So let's start there. James Robert Davis, or as he's better known, Jim Davis, was born July 28th, 1945 in Fairmount, Indiana. And you're actually really, it's really easy to see in a lot of his art and even in the the Garfield cartoon that was pretty popular there for a while uh, he grew up on a small cow farm and that's very evident that farm life really really influenced him and in, yeah because he has a whole cast of he eventually does create a whole cast of yeah. various animals and such right yeah he does yes uh, and even the garfield and friends the animated show like the first 10 minutes was a garfield thing and then after that was like a, a farm the farm i forgot what it's called but like the farm animal friends it's like there's there's like a pig and a, I mean it was, it was it was highly highly based on that stuff. So he immediately though gets to where he really likes to draw, and it really becomes more apparent in 1959. He's in Fairmount High School, and like most high schools, this one has a high school newspaper, and he decides, hey, I'm going to join this newspaper. And he would eventually get to like be, get to become the art editor on it, which is kind of perfect. And he starts drawing illustrations for it. He would draw little comic strips for it. And he even, and this is really cool, for his senior year high uh, senior year book, he actually got to do the little illustrations and drawings for it. And uh, he uses this, and he goes into college with every intention of of trying to figure out what he wants to do for a living. And he eventually gets a job after college at an ad agency. And this ad agency deals with newspapers and comic strips. And in the late 60s, like 68-ish run of there, he starts uh, helping and getting uh, uh, getting back into comic strips. Like he would be, he would like give them, uh, you know, edits and stuff like that to these comic strips that were fairly uh, known at the time, but he's still very local. Like he's still very much Indiana area here with all this stuff. 
And that's when he creates his very first official newspaper comic strip. And it's not Garfield. It's uh, nor it's about a gnat. It's Norm the Gnat. And this thing runs for two years. And he's like, man, I caught something here. What can I do with this? And this is where we got to talk about the world of syndicates when it comes to uh, especially comic strips and, and, and newspapers. Syndicates basically are the group that if you're trying to get your comic strip out there to other newspapers, you need to have it picked up by a syndicate because they're the ones that can send it out to all the newspapers across the United States or whatever area you're at. So they're pretty much like a, a representation and they'll really push for it. Sort of like an agent, I guess, in a way. And he takes them there and they're like, they look at it and they're like, look, your art, this is an actual quote that he talks about all the time. Your art is good. Your gags are great. But bugs, nobody can relate to bugs. So basically they're saying, hey, you got a great art. Your writing's really fun and goofy and perfect for this, but we're not going to take on anything to do with bugs. Who wants to read a strip that's always about bugs? <laughs> and I guess there's a point there. A little so bit. Yeah, like, I don't know if there's ever been any successful bug comic strips. Not that I can remember. That's true. Yeah, that's very tough. I guess I don't think so. there are. I guess they were onto something. Yeah, not until Pixar. I guess years later brought yeah. up. Yeah. So he's like, well, what am I going to do? I really want to stay in this area. I love comic strip stuff. So he goes, I'm going to go look and study comic strips. And at this time, the big ones were obviously Peanuts, right? A big one. Marmaduke was fairly big. Basically, he's seeing that like there's dogs everywhere in the Sunday comic strip, right? And if you look at uh, Peanuts... Who's the first character anybody ever thinks of? It's Snoopy, right? It's almost always, always Snoopy. Yeah. Followed closely by Charlie Brown, probably, but yeah. always Snoopy. Snoopy always stole the show. He was always like the spotlight of that strip. And also, already at this time, Snoopy was a uh, a giant when it comes to merchandising. Right? Snoopy was everywhere. And he goes, well, there's a there's enough dogs, but you know what I'm not really seeing? Cats. There's no cats here. So that's when he starts to create this cat character. And he comes up with it, and this cat character is going to have an owner named John. And from 76 to 78, he would start writing and publish, and it's very local here. Uh, a comic strip called John. He actually calls it John at first. That's all about the shenanigans of John and this cat, right? Uh, Garfield himself, the cat, was actually based on cats that Davis grew up around on the cow farm. They had some cats, so he kind of based them on that. And even though most people think Garfield's named after the president or the Spider-Man, he is in <laughs> fact named after... <laughs> He's in fact named after uh, Jim Davis's grandfather, whose name was James Garfield Davis. Yes. So that's where the name actually comes from. And apparently he'd always describe his grandfather as like a, a large sort of grumpy type of guy. <laughs> so, you know, so even that kind of, yeah, kind of kind of goes into Garfield a little bit. 
John Arbuckle's name, that's the owner, John Arbuckle, actually comes from a coffee commercial from the 50s, which kind of blew me away. But uh, by the time of uh, September of 77, John was just too, like, that just wasn't a catchy name. And this strip was obviously way more about Garfield, so he officially changes the name to the one we all know today, Garfield. And in 1978, uh, the syndicate, United Features Syndicate, that's one of the big ones, officially said, hey, this is good. We can do something with this. And they accept it, and they make it national. And Garfield was almost immediately a quick success. He was in newspapers everywhere, and that would continue to grow and grow uh, to the point where it was kind of getting to be a lot. And Davis would go on to find uh, his company that sort of powers all this, and it's called Paul's Inc. in 1982, and that's the one that kind of handles all the Garfield stuff that happens. And Garfield would just basically get bigger and bigger to the point uh, into the late 90s to today that Davis today basically doesn't draw Garfield anymore. But what he does do is he sort of does like rough sketches and he'll write the strips basically. But the work is actually done by Brett Koth and Gary Barker, like his uh, assistants, basically. They're the ones who actually draw the strip today, the one that we see today. And there's a lot of really fun stuff about Garfield. It's obviously Matt's already said it. He's been he's movies, video games, all kinds of merchandising, which we'll dive into more later. There's a lot, and there's I'm still learning as I'm going through this. It's insane. <laughs> yes. He 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 is everywhere. And he kind of he's sort of like the Ninja Turtles in a way, where they kind of come and go in waves of popularity. And he's very much uh one of those. Like they'll be years you'll barely hear about garfield and then all of a sudden there's a movie out or all of a sudden there's a video game out and then there's garfield mania all over again Uh, one of my favorite memories is and i got them somewhere i got to find them i actually found them because they were really cheap because they've been out for a bit but garfield trading cards and the reason the reason i wanted is because you had a chance i never i didn't get one but you could get like an original piece of art from jim davis oh that's cool that would have been so cool. I didn't get one of those, sadly, but still really sweet cards. So Garfield's everywhere to this day. And there's a lot of really interesting things. I mean, there's even like the very famous strips like Garfield without Garfield, right? That became huge. And that's literally taking Garfield comic strips and taking Garfield out of it. And you basically just see like John, the owner, just talking to himself and going insane. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just thought it. And it's actually very good. Creative uh, way, creative, very, very creative storytelling. Garfield without yes. Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Very fascinating. Uh, but yeah, so Garfield's kind of grown from there to this day. One of the biggest things he's got to be the most him and Snoopy, I would say, are the most recognizable characters from uh, to ever come from comic strips. I would. Yeah, I would. I might throw in Ziggy. Maybe. Yeah. Ziggy's us though. I'm telling you about today. Like if yeah. you went to like a a teenager today or somebody like that, they fair. they there's a bigger chance of them knowing Snoopy and Garfield That's than any fair. of the other ones. I'll give you that. Especially considering the newspaper itself is becoming more and more obsolete, right? So uh, Yeah, I, I am curious the future of the comic strip 
if uh, if the, the current trend continues, because yes, lots of places are closing now. Uh, print media is not doing so well. Right. I mean, to the point where when I was really heavy in the art scene, my goal was to uh, try to get into a newspaper with a comic strip. Yeah. And I was quite lucky in that I actually got to meet quite a, a bunch of artists. And one of them was actually in, like he had, blanking on his name, but it wasn't like it was a, his, his comic strip was everywhere, but it was getting pretty popular. And he was telling me, he goes, man, I don't know if you should even get to this. Like all the money's not even there anymore. Unless mm-hmm. you, all the money's in the merchandising. Yes. So unless you can get that, that's why Garfield's so huge is the merchandising is what really, really yeah, is. true. Um, I, I think that goes with anything though, too, right? Used to, I mean, the eighties, you and Andrew talk about all the time on uh, nostalgia Funhouse, but cartoons were created just to sell toys. Yeah. The toys were the money makers, not so much the cartoon itself, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably unfortunately, uh, a hundred percent true for, and, and fortunately for Jim Davis, he, um, I know you're talking about you, but he had just it, such a good run that he could sell the compilations of the stuff. But yeah, it's, it's one of those kind of get your foot in the door. Kind of, it feels, it feels and appears to be like one of those get your foot in the door kind of, um, occupations, unfortunately, or jobs is, is being a, a newspaper comic strip artist. It's really unfortunate because it's a beautiful art form. Yeah. And it's, it, it's also kind of, since it's merchandising based when it comes to actually making a decent living on it, you sort of need characters that really catch on. And like just my thing that I was doing was like a very much far side related, where it was like single panel joke strips that i was doing and i was very proud of them because i thought they were very funny but uh didn't go anywhere sadly however mm-hmm. garfield went everywhere <laughs> thankfully we got a lot of garfield out there today but that was the history of garfield in a nutshell or or a panel whatever you want to want to call it uh let's kind of get into and dive into matt's stats get on the floor no, down, down, dumb dog. Uh, what part of no don't you understand? The push off the chair? Off. I don't want to play. I am moister than an oyster today, everybody. I have so many stats. I don't even know if I can read all of you, all of them to you. All right. It is a lot, and I get really excited because there's some stuff where statistics are very hard to find. But Garfield uh, has been around for a hot minute, as the kids say. And let's just uh, say Matt is so excited he's sitting down, but he's actually standing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in my own mess. If you follow my drift, all right, um, <laughs> all right. Let's start off with uh, with with some like uh, distribution. All right, so Garfield, uh, within th- it was a big, big commercial success. Within three years of its launch, uh, the strip was in 850 newspapers. So this is the beginning of 1981, uh, 850 newspapers and sold over $15 million in merchandise. Three years in, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and that's when that's when he founded uh, Paws Inc. That's when Jim Davis found it uh, in 82. It had grown to to go into more than a thousand newspapers. 
2002, these are some of the more recent stats about distribution and such. But uh, by 2002, the world's most uh, it, it was the world's most syndicated strip. And Garfield appeared in 2,570 newspapers with 263 million readers worldwide. Uh, and uh, by 2004, again, this is the last of, of the distribution stuff, but 2,600 newspapers and um, it sold between 750 to $1 billion worth of merchandise. Quite the uh, little empire there are. Uh, this pesky cat has gotten himself into also all of that. His outreach his merchandise outreach is in about 111 different countries, uh, which is really, really cool too. So uh, marketing obviously was a big thing. Marketing merchandise. How do we get Garfield, the cat into people's homes, not just on the comic book strip, but, um, but and everything else. And he, it, it's disgusting. It's honestly disgusting. We're going to go through uh, just some of the various things that he's appeared in. Um, obviously, his comic strip, but um, he's appeared on clothes. All right. A lot of clothes. Every time I go to Walmart, a lot of people wearing Garfield clothes. Um, I see it. it just, it's one of those just popular um, uh, mascots. Like Looney, like you see a lot of Looney Tunes on shirts, too, and anywhere out in public. But Garfield's one of the big ones. Uh, toys. A lot, uh, he's at a lot of barbecue. He's at a lot of barbecue. A lot of barbecue. <laughs> Every time I go to a barbecue, there's a Garfield cat, right? Garfield grill or something. The pot. It's never gonna go away. <laughs> I just want you to know, Andrew and I love that. <laughs> we, we I laugh at it, it but I also feel horrible because it's out there in the open world, and now people think I look. <laughs> I frown upon barbecues. No, we knew what you meant, but it was just funny that you said that. So we, we take great joy in it. Oh, good. You're welcome. Uh, t- toys. Uh, lots of lots of Garfield toys. I remember having some. Um, they weren't obviously very posable, but I remember being around at my grandmother's house, uh, having a lot of Garfield toys around. Couldn't really play with them, but there was some cool stuff. Um, games. I'm sure, you know, video games. I'm going to go through a whole list of video games momentarily. Uh, and yes, there are a lot of Garfield uh, video games, but I'm sure board games too. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, if our good friend Trevor had a uh, Garfield game stashed away somewhere <laughs> in his magic lair. Um, I, books, no brainer. Um, I don't know what this means, but it says Caribbean cruises. So I don't know if there is a Garfield themed <laughs> Caribbean, Garfield cru- Caribbean cruise. <laughs> yes. I'm looking that up now. Please do just to confirm, um, credit cards I get because you can get imagery on, on, on credit cards, dolls, DVDs of the movies or the TV series. Uh, Amongst many other things, so um, yeah, Garfield gets around. He uh, he certainly gets around. Let's take a look at uh, some of the various merchandise. There is just so much stuff here. Um, all right, so various books. So um, <laughs> Jim Davis has released compilations uh, of of the various comic strips. Uh, 77, uh, well, there's 75 that are released, but, uh, two, two have been released. They have, uh, they're untitled. I think COVID kind of messed things up. Um, but they're apparently due out sometime next year, the 76th and 77th book, but 
Yeah, since 1980. Uh, or sorry, the first one was. Um, oh yeah, it was 1980. Um, yeah, Garfield at Large, his first book, and every uh, yeah they legit list you know throw the the number and all the various names of it. So 77 compilation books, which is pretty incredible. I do. Uh, I have a quick update. There was a Garfield Cruz. There most certainly was. There was like a, in the early 2000s, there's one that went around for a little bit. So there was a Garfield, indeed a Garfield. Was it through like a cruise line or it's just like, no, we're just going to be Garfield Cruises and we're going to do our thing. All it says is that there was a Garfield Cruise to celebrate Garfield's 25th anniversary. It's, it's like, a, it's like I hope it's like a Jericho Cruise. <laughs> That's what I wanted to be. Dude, you know a bunch, oh, God. a bunch of cats running around. I love cruises too, and if if I was on in the you know because the all you can eat like thing, but if I go on that cruise and the, they're not only serving lasagna the entire time, I would have been pissed. You have to have lasagna and a you have cruise. to, you have to breakfast lasagna, lunch lasagna, dinner oh, man, lasagna. Breakfast lasagna is amazing. Dessert lasagna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, everything's got to be lasagna. Everything, everything. Um, there's also 36, uh, books that are uh, reprints, um, uh, called Garfield, Garfield's classics, uh, a bunch of those. And there's two volumes of complete works that, um, that, uh, they're like, he didn't really, they must not have sold very well. Cause they only span like two years each. The first one, um, unless is like seventy eight and seventy nine, and the second one is nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty one, and they were released fairly recently too, um, twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. But, um, but, but yeah, there's over also uh, in the United Kingdom over sixty Garfield books, and they're mainly called uh, pocket books or paperbacks have been published, um, which is just just wild. Uh, let's see, yeah, just. Tons and tons of books. Let's see what else we got here. Yeah, it's literally, it's insane. VHS releases. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 10, 11, 12, 13 different VHS releases, including the first Garfield movie. There's, I'm not even going to count all the DVD releases. Of course, there's some Blu-rays, a lot of TV specials, uh, and of course, various series. Uh, there's been three that have gone through Garfield and friends, which was, I think the most famous one. Um, that's one they got that really stemmed during the peak Garfield times, the Garfield show. I remember that that was like a 3d one. It was actually kind of good from what I remember. I think it was a Nickelodeon deal. I think maybe, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right. Cause he which, was, I think to this day, he's still kind of a, a, Part of the uh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, stuff. I think they technically own like they own the rights to him or something, something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Garfield originals from 2019 to 2020, and there's also an untitled Garfield Nickelodeon series that's to be announced. I just seen that. Um, so, so many goddamn Garfield video games. Let's run through the list. I know this is a little bit extensive, but um, this will be my last statistic. Um, Garfield, eat your words. That was the first one. Came out in 1985. There's a lot of point and click and text text games. Um, Garfield double dares. Create with Garfield. Garfield, big fat hairy deal. 
Garfield trivia game, a week of Garfield, Garfield Winter's Tale, uh, Garfield Konami Handheld, Garfield Labyrinth, Garfield Caught in the Act, Scholastic Comic Book Maker featuring Garfield, Garfield's Mad About Cats, Garfield's Typing Pal, Garfield, Garfield The Search for Pookie, Garfield Saving Arlene, Garfield and His Nine Lives, Garfield The Tale of Two Kitties, Garfield's Nightmare, Garfield Lasagna World Tour, Garfield's Fun Fest, Garfield Gets Real, The Garfield Show, Threat of the Space Lasagna, Garfield's Wild Ride, Garfield Cart, Garfield Cart Furious Racing, Garfield Lasagna Party. Also, Garfield has appeared in a couple crossovers games, mostly Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl and uh, their racing game. Um. There's also two games that have uh, have been announced, but um, yeah, so there's that. Um, and then there's a couple unreleased games, too. And I think that's the last Oh, Garfield movie statistics. OK, um, so uh, domestically, the very first one earned seventy five point three million dollars domestically, internationally, one hundred and twenty seven million Uh I'm not sure the box office uh, or the, not sorry, the, the budget of it. I don't have those numbers in front of me, but um, it did fairly well because they did make a second one. However, the second one did not do as well. and is not as highly regarded um, $28.4 million domestically with 100, uh, 114 million uh, internationally, which was the majority of its thing. So usually if it bombs in America and does better overseas, it's, they're not going to follow up on it. Definitely uh, not the greatest of quality uh, movies there, but still really, really cool that um, that we got to see Garfield on the big screen. But that is it for Matt's stats. Trust me, there's a ton more. You can look it up. Um, uh, I think there was another one with like Garfield's net worth is like $800 million. It just, just insane, insane. But that is it. Let's head on over to Johnny's Did You Know? It wears me out just watching this. Now, people often ask me, how do you know if you're overweight? Hey, Garfield, how do you know if you're overweight? See, there's one now. Here are a few hints which might indicate you're a bit overweight. For example, if you have to get an entire math class together in order to seesaw with you. Or if you need to use an instant camera in order to see what your feet look like. Hey, I remember them. I was once wearing what we forgot to mention in another weird, unintentional amount of timing for this show. Uh, we're recording this on Jim Davis's birthday. I didn't find that out until today when I was looking on Twitter. And uh, this is a giant break. I follow the official Garfield Twitter Ooh, and they sure. yeah, that's why I'm just swimming in the women. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good it's a T-shirt right there. Yeah, it is swimming in the women. Uh, but. <laughs> But yeah, so happy birthday to the man himself. So let's talk about some Diginos. There's a lot of really fun, interesting Garfield stuff from the original. When it was beginning, there was like two dudes. It was John and he had a roommate. But then the roommate just disappears. Like they never mentioned him again. He's just gone. So there's a lot of really fun theories about that. And in fact, in one of those video games you mentioned, Garfield goes into the basement, and if you look in the background, you see a guy chained up in the basement. Wait, what? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, feel free to look that up. I can't remember which game it it's was. It's like an but... inside joke? That's hilarious. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and another thing too is it's often asked, hey, what's John's job? Because he doesn't ever talk about it. And that's because he only ever mentioned it in the very first comic strip. And he, of course, is a cartoonist. That's his job. He does cartoons, but if you you would never know that now because he never talks about his job. You never see him drawing for his job. You never see him working or anything like that. Uh, Garfield actually has a town that he takes place in, but this, again, is another thing that's never mentioned. You wouldn't know today. You just think he just lives in a neighborhood. You wouldn't know the name of the town, but he actually technically takes place in Muncie, Indiana, and this place in Indiana if you go there, they celebrate Garfield like crazy. Garfield's all over the place in that town. There is one licensed item out of a ridiculous amount of things that I have Garfield on them that uh, Davis sort of regrets. And that, of course, is on a t-shirt. There was once a zombie Garfield. And he said that... You know, it was in the big zombie craze during that time. But he goes, I didn't really, it didn't really feel like Garfield after I'd done it. So that's the one that he kind of regrets. I get, was that. Also, I get that. There was also a staged Garfield musical in 2011 around there. Uh, it was, I think there was only a few showings of it though, but uh, Davis actually wrote it and everything. Uh, here's one of the more famous things here. Uh, the voice of Garfield in the cartoons was Lorenzo Music, who also happened to be the person who voiced Peter Vinkman in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, that's cool. And Bill Murray, who was, of course, Vinkman in the Ghostbusters movie, voiced Garfield in the Garfield movies. <laughs> so it's a pretty interesting uh, connection there with those two. Uh, two people who are who are giant fans and actually own original Garfield comic strips. Those being a couple of pretty famous Stevens, Stephen King, Steven Spielberg. They both actually would reach out at different times to Davis and say, "Hey, we kind of want. Do you have any you could you know maybe part with?" And he was more than happy to do so. That's good company. What? <laughs> yeah. That's- <laughs> You know how crazy wild that would be if, like, Steven Spielberg called you up uh, on something you created and be like, hey, can I? I really dig this. <laughs> that would just be such a, a sweet moment. Of course, I'm really curious. I feel like I could relate to this, but uh, Davis's dad was once asked what his favorite comic strip was. Oh, no. And he goes, Garfield's fine. I like it. You know, I'm very proud of my son, but I'm a Beetle Bailey guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. That's yes. funny. Yes. Uh let's talk about that. We're going to end this on probably the most famous piece of Garfield merchandise. At one point, it was rare that if you went out and you were driving around that you wouldn't see at least one of these. And that, of course, is a very famous Garfield with the suction cups on his paws. They can stick to windows. 
this thing was everywhere. I can't stress that enough. This thing was everywhere. And it was a mistake. <laughs> the original design that Davis had come up with, he wanted Garfield, a plush Garfield that had Velcro so you could, like, could hang him from like curtains and stuff like that. That was his original yeah. idea. But through the manufacturing, they apparently misunderstood him. And when he got back a bunch of them, they all had suction cups on their paws because they thought that's what he meant, but he did not. And he goes, and he said he was really mad, but he goes, I'll tell you what, I want to stick this thing on this window. And if it's still there two days later, we'll just run with it. Two days later, Garfield was still just hanging around on that window. So with that, Garfield, the suction cup Garfield, took off and he was everywhere. So that's a little bit of did you know there's so much Garfield interesting things that you can dive into. I I mean like Mass says there's so many stats for Garfield. He's just such a major part of pop culture, which means we should go and talk about it. Where does Garfield stand in pop culture today? You can also tell if you're overweight by the way people describe you. Arbuckle, you really ought to go out with my daughter sometime. She's really nice. That means she's fat. In fact, she's really sweet. It means she's incredibly fat. And very graceful. So fat you wouldn't believe it. Oh, and she has a wonderful personality. If you come to pick her up, bring a moving van. <sighs> Okay, now take a few laps Man, around John's day. I've already said it. He's going to be around for a long time. Uh, he, again, comes and goes in waves. But that's how you know you have staying power, is if you can kind of lay dormant for a little bit, but then still show up and, you know, and start appearing everywhere again. That's That means you're doing all right. I don't think Davis is ever going to have to worry about money ever. He's he's doing just fine. Generational wealth he's got from this orange cat. And that's pretty incredible. And yeah. I do think just like a lot of our beloved properties from when we were kids that still are sticking around today, Garfield is in that same category. Uh, he's always going to be around. And like you said at the beginning of the show, even when you're not paying any attention, Garfield is there, even though it sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> Yeah, no, like you said, he's turned up and and just, you're always driving, you know, me being on the road as much as I, I am, every time I I I go somewhere, I, I, I see him, I see him, I'm numb to it, but I see him, uh, whether it's a bumper sticker, whether it's some kind of window vinyl thing, um, sometimes signage, like, uh, like, small business signage like i don't know i just like garfield there so um so yeah there's uh, garfield is is he's everywhere man it's everywhere he's not going away i think people will maybe not necessarily know where he came from but he'll just kind of be that he'll be there if that makes sense he's sort of like in a way He's like Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. These characters that are always there, uh, even when you're not realizing it, they're always there just lurking, (laughs) waiting their moment to come out and scare us or whatever they want to do. Right. A side side note, one of the greatest recent 
video game memories that I have is for whatever reason, uh, Trevor uh, discovered Mario Kart, the second one. And it was on like this ridiculous sale on the Nintendo Switch. It was like five bucks or something like that. And he convinced me and our friend Tim to get it. And let me just say, it's not a good game. It's not <laughs> good. But what it is, it's fun when you're playing it with your friends. That's good. And that's, I highly recommend it for that. If you can get it under 10 bucks, it's worth it. Do not do not pay over that for this game. But also make sure you have play, uh, friends to play it with, because that's where it really stands out. But that's Garfield. Uh, man, I'm very excited for what we're going to do for the month of August. Yeah. We're going to do some fun historical strange events is what we're going to do. Uh, you know, recently, uh, a little inside baseball here. I'm very fascinated by this stuff. I used to do a show called History Creeps. It was all about it. And uh, as in this week of this recording, uh, our the Congress and our government has basically came out and said, hey, all this stuff, there's something to it. So we're going to have some fun with that. Uh, Matt, you get first pick, though. What are you going to talk about on the next episode of Retro Pop? Yeah, so I've been thinking a little bit lately about some stuff, because this is a topic we've done before. I think we did it maybe a couple summers ago. I know I did the uh, the Hopkinsville uh, aliens. Um, yeah, goblins. Yeah. Goblins, yes. Hopkinsville goblins. And I I forgot what you ended up doing that month. I did Amityville, if I'm thinking correctly. You might be right. You, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's do some stuff and things. Uh, let's go vampires, go in the world of vampires. But back in the 70s in the United Kingdom, the good old UK, um, there was a particular incident called the Highgate Cemetery Vampire um, Incident. And it's, it, it took a lot of people by surprise. It was a big media sensation there. Um, and you never hear about it. I had a, I, I only found out about it uh, during my late nights in college, just scrolling through Wikipedia and looking through, you know, cryptid stuff and, 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 you know, these vampire like moment, like it, it's just Wikipedia was a beautiful resource, but, um, but yeah, that's what we're going to look at for, for next, next time we show up here in August is the Highgate uh, Cemetery Vampire. So I'm um, looking forward to that. Yeah, me too, very much. You know, that should be a, a really great, fascinating time. So please join us then on Retro Pop. For Matt, I'm Johnny. Until next time. Um, this is, we need a really great outro here. I could do this. Johnny, you could do this. Come on, think. Something got filled. Oh, um, I, I hate Mondays. <laughs>